I'll make a brand new start of it in old New Leon. Welcome to the season one finale of New Musical Monday, a series hosted by Thornhill Theatre Space, showcasing material from new and lesser known musicals from around the world. Our showcase this week is from the musical Gay Card, and I had the opportunity to sit down with the creators to discuss their musical, the process, and their inspiration. Ryan and Jonathan, thank you so much for sitting down with me today to discuss your musical Gay Card. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, thank you so much. Yeah, great, great. Um, I'm excited to, uh, you know, dig a little deeper into to what the story is and, and your inspiration behind it. So. I'm um, very excited to chat with you guys today. So let's go ahead and um, I'd like to just first start out, you know, with a little bit about each of your theater backgrounds, you know, where have you been to get yourself where you're at today? Um, and let's go ahead and start with Ryan on that one. Sure. Um, I, <laughs> I started writing musicals on the early side. I was, I don't know, 12 or 13. Uh, they weren't good, but I was writing them. And uh, I decided that, uh, I wanted to go to college for music composition and I went to Vanderbilt University for that in Nashville. And um, right after that, moved on to the graduate musical theater writing program at NYU, which is where I met Jonathan. And uh, we've been writing musicals together ever since then. And it's been sort of a wild ride, um, worked on, uh, we've worked on a few projects together um, and separately as well with other people. And uh, I've worked on um, some Broadway projects and uh, now I'm living in Chicago and Jonathan's still in New York. So we're collaborating remotely as everyone is these days. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, it just seems to be what, what everyone's doing, but it, you know, at the same time, we're, we're fortunate enough that that's just kind of how the industry is so even if someone does have to move away or stay you know secluded you're still able to do it so that's that's kind of the great part about it yeah exactly <clears throat> okay jonathan go ahead and let us know about your background yeah um i started young as well uh i got into performance at first uh when i was six years old <laughs> um so i feel like i i feel like i grew up in the theater um did did community children's theater and then went to uh, a, a middle school of the arts and a, and a high school of the arts. So I just couldn't escape it. Uh, thought I was going to be an actor, went to undergrad for acting. But then while I was in undergrad, um, a friend of mine from high school, uh, we connected and we decided that um, we wanted to try our hand at writing a musical um, and uh, over the summer, because we were both bored. Uh, and then I had a really supportive undergrad. I went to Rollins College and they, um, they basically let me <laughs> take this hobby that I had done and actually like put the show up in, uh, in my senior year um, and let me direct it. And um, I, I caught the bug and uh, a year later, I applied to the Graduate Musical Theater Writing Program and met Ryan. And um, we've started working together and met all the other people who um, I also collaborate with. And um, it's uh, as as Ryan said, it's been a it's been a wild ride since from there. <laughs> but um, 
I couldn't have imagined, you know, 10 years ago that, that this would have been my life where, uh, where it ended up now. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now we're here today to go ahead and talk about uh, the musical you worked on together called Gay Card. Um, could you kind of give us and our viewers a little bit more of an idea of what, what the story is? What does, what does Gay Card tell us? Sure. Um, Gay Card is a, um, a coming of age musical uh, about uh, sort of finding your place in the world and finding where you belong. Um, it follows uh, a young gay guy named Logan Kapler um, in his freshman year of college. Um, he wasn't out in high school. He, uh, but he, I mean, he was a bit of a loser, but he's convinced that uh, now that he's out and he's going to college, his whole life is going to be different because of his new identity. And he gets to college um, and his classmates uh, deem him not awesome enough to be gay and they revoke his gay card and he feels more alone than ever. So he goes on, uh, on a quest uh, to reclaim his gay card by, by figuring out where he belongs in the gay community. And along the way, you know, he learns some, some life lessons about, about belonging and about identity and about uh, what it means to, to feel secure in your own skin and support other people in their journey. Great, great. Um, yeah, so it's always, it's always quite good to, you know, kind of understand, uh, you know, with this series where we're listening to, you know, clips of, of the songs and, and not necessarily much dialogue and everything. So it's really quite good to get a, an idea of what the story is that goes around these songs. Um, so thank you, Jonathan, for letting us know that. Um, now, you know, we heard a little bit into, you know, what the story uh, tells and, and things like that, but what, what kind of was the inspiration? What, what triggered that light bulb in your head that said, I need to write this story? Well, the, the initial seed of the idea really came from Jonathan, um, but it's, a, it's something that we've both, we've both had similar experiences growing up uh, as, as gay men who are not, who don't necessarily fit the stereotypical mold, um, trying to figure out your place in this new, is this strange new world that you're figuring out that um, not everyone has access to. Uh, and, <laughs> and Jonathan brought this idea to me. Um, we were sitting at a diner I think in New York somewhere. And he had the title already. It's called. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say we were sitting at a diner and we were desperate. So for NYU, we had to come up with a thesis show, and we had the entire summer basically to to come up with this show. And we were working on a project for like huge part of the summer. We we're hammering away. We were sitting in a diner trying to trying to hammer out this show, and it just wasn't working. And I was like, what if we just dropped everything and did a different thing? And I pitched the show to you, Ryan. Yes, along with the title, Gay Card, you know, with the, the whole idea around this guy who has his gay card revoked because he's not gay enough or not cool enough to be gay. And I was just like, that's the show. That's like, I was, it was so exciting. There was just this spark of, of, and of ideas, like all, all these things we could do with that. Um, and that's how you know 
that you're working on the right project, I think. Right, absolutely. No, 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 I agree with that 100%. Um, when it kind of, you have that aha moment, it's just like, this is right, let's do it, let, let, let's go for it. Um, and then even to go back and kind of touch on um, the whole idea of, you know, growing up and, and, and how we all grew up and, and I'm sure my growing up is quite similar to both of yours and, and things like that. But it, it also jumps onto that same idea that it's great to continue to see these stories that most kids don't get to see. I, it is getting better. There are quite a bit more of those stories okay. out there nowadays, but that doesn't mean they need to stop coming. You know what I mean? So it's still great to kind of see these and you're looking at it a different way. You're like, okay, gay is cool, but you're not cool enough. So we're taking this away from you. You need to earn the right, which is a different idea of, of, of the story of, of coming out and growing up like the way that we did. Which Absolutely. I, I think well, that was something that we wanted to be careful of is that, especially when we were writing this, it was, what, it was 2013 when we started. Um, there, it was already starting to get better in the media, but there were a lot of coming out stories not a lot of what happens after you come out like the coming out was the end point but that isn't really how life works and so yeah we I, again we wanted to take this it's sort of a familiar starting point but then go further with it yeah i think we both um you know we both grew up in the 90s and the 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 two you know the early 2000s on um you know lots of lots of teen rom-coms and you know the, the there's a certain kind of coming of age film that i think ryan and i both you know really latched on to as as kids that i think you know we were essentially trying to sort of recreate this this thing we love from our childhood but with characters that we didn't get to see as kids you know so it 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 and and I think that that's a that's a huge part of like anything that either of us write is it's, it's all about telling stories that that we wish we'd we someone had told to us but but we didn't get and so and and you're right it's like it's great that we're seeing more and more of that um, but it it's um, you know it's incredible that just over the the almost you know the almost ten years that we've been writing together how much how much the storytelling for the LGBTQ community has, has changed. It's just so heartening. Um, and, it, and it's great to contribute to that in whatever small way we can. No, absolutely. And I don't, here's the thing, I don't think that what you're writing is a story that people won't be able to relate to either. Um, because I substitute taught at my high school three years ago, right? And I kind of started to notice that the gay kids are the cool kids now and you know, it's a complete role reversal from when i was in high school and i'm walking down the same halls and i'm seeing the the, the gay kids and they're like kind of almost worshipped by a good majority of the kids now and i'm like this is this is different so it's not a story you know the story you're telling is not something that people won't be able to relate to because that's kind of where we are now you know what i mean that's kind of where we've come to so i think it's really great to see that you know, now I'm dying to kind of get from you guys what what we've what people have been able to see of it so far. Where has it been staged? Where has you know people read the script? Uh, what's kind of the the production history of it so far? We started initially. So 
the the NYU grad program that we were in is a two-year program and the first year you kind of this is how, how I like to describe it is you kind of speed date all of your classmates to try to find the the right collaborator and then in the second year you marry that collaborator and you work on uh, on a 90 minute version of your show uh, as a thesis project, among many other things that you're doing at the same time. And so Jonathan and I did that together. So that second year is when we wrote the first 90 minute draft of Gay Card, but we always knew we wanted it to be a full two act show. And uh, we were really lucky right after graduating, this was 2014, um, later that summer, we got an opportunity to workshop the show um, through something called uh, Agile Formations. And what they did was they let us put together a cast of non-equity uh, actors. And uh, we presented the, we, we were able to spend the summer finishing, expanding the show. And then we presented it. And then we had another week to make changes and then present it again which was really, really useful. Uh, and so we got a lot done that summer. And then, um, uh, but I think we, we, still did, we still did a little tweaking after that, especially with one of our characters, Melanie. It took us a little bit to figure her out. Uh, and then it, I think about a year later, Jonathan? Yeah, it was about a year later. Um, the. I mean, the impetus to sort of get it locked down was we had an opportunity to do a, a student production at the College of Charleston. Um, and um, so that kind of gave us the impetus to get a, a ver you know, a, our, our next version of the show sort of locked down. And, um, uh, and we, we worked with a, a, a great student director um, over there who, <laughs> made a Herculean feat of uh, of making the show happen. It was um it was probably like one of the biggest things that that like student group had ever attempted to do. So um and we've met a lot of like it's it's kind of been crazy. We've met a lot of people along the way with this show who have taken it on as such a passion project and 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 sort of uh by hook or by crook, have made things happen with it. I, we we couldn't be more grateful for those people. Um, so that is so, happening right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But um, but at um, so so so, calls of Charleston happened, and the student production happened, and it ran for uh, two weeks ish, I think. Um, and we had kind of gone into that production going okay, let's go watch the show again and see what's not working now and make some further changes from there. And we watched that production and there were like a few very, very small things, but we were honestly like, we kind of feel like the show is in a really good place now. Um, so after the College of Charleston, we were basically like, I, I should say that that was kind of the true test is these are college students playing college student characters like for an audience of college students and that was sort of like really magical to watch <laughs> for the first time um and, and so from there we sort of decided that the show was in a place that we wanted to be able to share it with kind of a, a much wider audience um and we'd also like had it for a few years at that point so we decided to 
uh, do a Kickstarter at that point to raise money to do um, uh, a, a studio cast album of the show. So um, I don't know, Ryan, if you want to talk a little bit about that. Talk about Herculean efforts. Um, that, that project from start to finish took us about a year, maybe a little bit less, um, in terms of uh, getting things orchestrated, which um, one of our friends from the NYU program did for us, Andrew Siddle, and getting um, just all of these instrumental tracks built uh, and recorded by really awesome musicians ahead of time before going into the studio with actors um, with these like essentially backing tracks created, trying to do it like as cheaply as we could while raising money on Kickstarter. Um, and we raised about $16,000, which was really great. Uh, and we needed all of it um, <laughs> because and we had, um, gosh, three, three musicians playing for a band of five and 10 actors and engineers. And then we had, you know, all the mixing and mastering on the back end. And uh, I want to say, yeah, we started in August, maybe a little with, before with planning and ended in May, I think was when we released it. Um, and it's, and it, it's been really great. It, it has, and, it, and, and that album has sort of now given the show a kind of life of its own outside of, um, outside of us, you know, for, I mean, we, we you know, we, we still keep trying to get things to happen with the show, but honestly, it's, I, 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 I say it's much less us, and it's just much more the album doing its work out in the world that has sort of led to future things happening. That led to a production um, at the North, Raleigh Arts and Creative Theater. <laughs> you got that right. It's a long interact, name. interact, uh, interact. Right. Um, uh, uh, a few, uh, what is it? Two years ago, I think. Pandemic time uh, messes with my brain, um, and um, and now culminating in um, in this latest thing happening uh, uh, in Brazil. <laughs> um, and also um, simultaneously at uh, University of Illinois in uh, Champaign, Urbana-Champaign. They're doing, um, actually really it's one student who really took it on as a passion project, uh, I think for a thesis project now of some kind. Um, and they're, they've worked really hard around all the COVID guidelines and everything. And I think they're- Yeah, they're doing like a, a hybrid like zoom concert slash film of the show there so that's gonna we're we have very little involvement but we're very excited to see what the end result is gonna be yes. <laughs> i suppose that's the fun of it at, at this point you know you've you've had a couple different chances to work on it to see it done you know do your edits do your things that didn't quite work and then now it's just kind of out in the world for, for you guys to kind of hear what's happening with it and, and, and seeing what great productions of it are being, are being done. Um, now I want to do the album that you said that you guys released. What was the, the year, the year that you guys had done that album? What was that? Well, that was 2017 when we released it. Because what I've noticed doing this series since the pandemic, a lot of people are doing that already. That's like mm. kind of, they get there, um, you know, their idea, they have the music, they have the script, they have everything. And then the first thing they're doing 
is jumping in and getting these recordings done because it's the easiest thing to do when everybody's stuck at home. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you guys were kind of the before that, you know, where <laughs> did a few steps and we're like, okay, this is what we need to do next. But now that's kind of almost the first step that people are doing because it's the easiest thing yeah. to do. Well, and I'll, and I'll, you know, I'll fully admit that like when we were in grad school, you know, I mean, it's, it's a shifting attitude in theater, right? In theater development, because when we were in grad school, I remember getting warned so many times, like, don't record and release things too early because like, you know, once, once it's out there in the world, you know, it's out there. And you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting what the whole industry is going through because I think, I think there is a, there's a, a macro transition from everything being sort of in very secret corners with gatekeepers controlling very carefully when things get released into the world to you know the 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 age of youtube and the internet and just and just stuff being able to get out there and and i think you know for people of my gener our generation and younger it, it it's just not weird it's like we understand that there's not that that judgment you know you don't you you don't have to worry about it so much um you know it's 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 more of a blessing than a curse <laughs> well it was well, like, the one there was a, a show that i worked on a couple weeks ago and their their album on Spotify had like four tracks. So clearly they're not like, some of these people aren't completely done with it. They're just recording what they have to kind of get the idea out there, get it out into the sphere so that people kind of know what's happening. And then maybe as theaters start up, let's jump on that train and, and help develop that. So I, I think it's a really smart idea. I think it's a really great thing uh, that people are doing. Um, and for you guys, I mean, you had it done, so. That was, <laughs> that was amazing for you guys. Um, so yeah, Ryan, Jonathan, thank you so much for sitting down with me today uh, to learn a little bit more about your musical gay card. Um, I, I really appreciate it. It was good to kind of get an insight into uh, how it came to be. And uh, now let's go ahead. We've got a few selections from gay card that we're gonna let our viewers uh, have a listen to. Um, so again, thank you guys so much. And our viewers, please enjoy selections from gay card. What does it matter if they took your gay card away? It doesn't define you. All throughout high school, I sat in my bedroom, wishing to be someone else. Okay. Staring at Facebook and scrolling through pictures and wishing to be someone else. But this was my chance here, the thing that would change things and save me from who I was then. Yet here I am sitting and staring at Facebook and wishing to be someone else again. Here's a picture of a person that we knew from our hometown. It's his first night at a new school and the whole lot's going down he tries a shot of Smirnoff strikes a pose then someone chats his ear off and no one knows back in high school he was nothing now a new life's come along and the way he's smiling shows 
what it feels like to belong. Every picture that I look at is a story much like his. People finding new beginnings, undeterred by how life is. Once posing like a model, so carefree. Once playing spin the bottle, why not me? They all fit in, what's their secret? Tell me where have I gone wrong? Will I ever get to see? what it feels like to belong. This is the guy who's gone his whole life, always feeling pushed off to the side. This is the guy who'd give all he's got to finally feel he can join in the ride. I want love, I want friends, and a story that my old self goodbye and changing the kind of guy I am to a person in a picture with the whole crowd by his side we are laughing we are dancing and the world has supposed to help me? I'll give you a chance to read it over. Gay card blog post number one. I am your fairy blog father. You're failing at being gay. Oh well. You wanna go hide away? Whoa. You say, well, what can I do? That's the way things are But listen, I'm telling you I can get you back on par I'll spell it out for you Click that button and follow me Every heart is gonna crawl at your feet I'm your login, your past, your key You'll be someone that one will need When you're following me Oh, hell, I know Yeah, yeah Your fears are all apropos Yeah, yeah 
Most people would have no shot. I have no shot. They'd be right to flee. I should flee. But most people, my friend, you're not. I'm not. Cause buddy, you got me. So I reiterate. Click that button and follow me. You'll book every night from here until May. There's no charge and no ads. I'm free. Life's a game you get to play when you're following me. Break it down now, there are many types of gay boys And I say boy, find a type you fit An airy twink A kinky bear A pinky swear it's, it's out, out there I'll advise you, I'll wise you up An otter that's hotter Perhaps a gay bro that's way more bro Than the straight bro Ayo, I say oh There's a million different scenes for you to do And among them you will find a Gay card right for you my competition taking notes people watching at clubs is priceless can i buy you a drink no guys who don't give a fuck are hot guys who don't give a fuck are also not interested in you i don't think dancing's my thing okay come here what are you doing demonstrating you've gotta break out gotta shake it like you got one And it better be a hot one Dance to the groove right Get every move right Guys, get in sync If 
your persona Drinks a Corona That's what you drink So to lose your fake ID Keep up with this brand new you Trust me honey, life can be Better than you ever knew With your fake ID Looks like the geek has a little freak in her you're sure making an impression. Don't get distracted. Eye on the goal. Go! The straight boys found another target. I call this move the Kapler. <laughs> That's embarrassing. You've been staring at him for almost an hour. He's a fascinating subject. You want to come home with me? You want herpes? That's the fifth guy who's hit on Graham tonight. Why are you counting? I need some air. I love a bee. Strike out again, straight boy? Straight boy, that's me, right? Uh, meanwhile, you turned down every guy in there. You have a boyfriend back home or something? Boyfriend? No, I don't hook up. I'm just an object to them. Be grateful you're something to them. Doesn't matter what I think, or anyone else. You just gotta be yourself. Look at me, do I look unhappy? No, and I will tell you why. I am who I am, and don't give a damn if they hate that kind of guy. Look at me, do I fit some model? No, that never works out well. When you try to please, all that guarantees is that your life is hell. It seems perfect at first glance, a life you wanna hook. But if you could break the trance and really take a look at me, you could see there's options, there's more than fitting in. I'm no perfect gay, but I sure can say that I'm happy in my skin. Cause at least I know the guy I see when I look at me. Sounds to me like you're just afraid. Please. If I wanted one of those guys, I could totally get him. <laughs> Big talk. Hey! You wanna take me back to your place? Uh, sure. Guess you're driving everyone home. Now, do you think it's a good idea to be a poser? I'll show you who's a poser! I am a geek type. Fling of the week type. Me. I'm a star. We all display it. And if we say it, that's who we are. 
I know quantum mechanics. I know how airplanes fly. I know hydrodynamics. 90 digits of pi. I know this situation would make so many cry. But frankly, that's dumb and here's why. Thank you so much for joining us for our season finale showcase of Gay Card. Our new Musical Monday series can be found on Facebook, YouTube, IGTV, and a podcast version on Spotify. Keep an eye on our social media pages for news and announcements about our next season of New Musical Monday. Thank you so much for joining us this season, and hope you'll join us for the next. Take care.